0: I feel like I should warn you that I, I opened a beer for this recording because it's been a bit of a day and I thought, let's have a little chat with Vince. It'll be lovely jubbly. We'll have a reet laugh and I'll have a nice tot and it'll be good times. <laughs> I didn't realise this beer is a 10%er, mate. <laughs> oh my
1: God. So this is so, going to be a spicy one. <laughs> so
0: spicy. Brilliant. So spicy. It's really nice though. It's a, uh, it's called Hippoguavamus and it's a guava imperial vice. There you go.
1: Has, has it got a hippo on the label? It has okay,
0: that has a sort of terrifying guava for a mouth, but um,
1: what? What's a guava?
0: It's a fruit of some description. I don't know, but I do like it in a beer. I found. sexy bastards welcome to episode 115 of stacy's pop culture parlor i am your host the titular stacy and joining me in the parlor this month is previous guest and comics creator and awesome comics podcast
1: podcaster
0: <laughs> vince hunt hello
1: hello there that vince was wonderful it's quite a mouthful isn't it it I is think. it
0: is when you're a little pro- bit tiddly <laughs>
1: yeah and also when like you've got like podcast in the name and there's two other words but it's just a, just a yeah. mouthful
0: yeah i tried uh, at least that an effort was
1: made <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's gonna be the title of this episode that Ooh. an effort was made and uh we, that could be the the title of,
0: <laughs> that could honestly be the title of every episode if i'm wanting look an effort <laughs> at a podcast was made yeah enter at your peril <laughs> yeah
1: no, no, I'm looking forward to this, it's going to be fun, it's going to be fun.
0: And it's going to be fun. So uh, some of you might remember Vince from his previous episode where we both gushed a lot about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 yes. uh, some number of years ago. I've lost all sorts of track of time, I don't know okay. what day it
1: time, is. Time is a hypothetical construct, um, yeah. it doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, like if you told me that we recorded that episode like seven years ago, I'd be like, yeah, probably, I don't
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I, mean, if I dare not think about when that when that was, because that was a... god. Oh, God, no. There's just, been a bunch
0: of Marvel movies since, haven't there? Quite, a, quite yeah. a hefty
1: bunch. Yeah, and a year where none came out.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, during that year, I watched Spider-Man Far From Home seven times, according to Letterboxd. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that film, lads. I do.
1: Uh, yeah, do, yeah do, you, do you like that film? I actually just... like that film, actually. But it, it marked a bit of a... Um, it was the first time a Marvel film come out and I didn't go to the cinema to see it. Oh,
0: gasp. I saw it twice at the cinema because previous to that homecoming was my favorite MCU movie. So I was like, I'm all about this Spider-Man. I'm there with yeah. dingly bells on. Yeah.
1: Uh, I yeah. just didn't, I just didn't get around to see it. And when I watched it, I just thought, well, it's good. That's exactly, you know, it's exactly the entertainment I wanted it to be. Yeah. It was probably great at the cinema. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel
2: regrets, like,
1: but you know,
2: I feel like that
0: whole sequence where, uh, Mysterio, like real, Really like mind bends on Spider Man needs he to be seen. When
1: he he goes full Mysterio. When yeah. he actually is Mysterio, yeah. When
0: like zombie Iron Man's clawing his way out of his yeah. own grave. <laughs> it's
1: all trippy. Like if yeah. you went, if, yeah, if you smoked something and went in, you'd be like, oh yeah, it'd blow your head oh. off.
0: <laughs> well, I was watching that part and I was thinking, oh, this is why some people don't read comics. But um,
1: <laughs> really.
0: I think, personally, I mean, this is a, probably a really weird opinion to have about a film that's, like, I don't know, two and a bit years old now or whatever, but I personally think that that's the kind of weird stuff that people who already read comics fucking love because they're like, ah, comics are so trippy and awesome, but people who've never read a comic before are like, see, this is why I don't want to, because it's weird. <laughs> I,
1: I can see what you like. Some of the, the psychedelic stuff, um, mm. yeah, is, it, it isn't it necessarily for me. Mm. um yeah so i can see like that's not the sort of stuff you'd show as hey, here's your first comic Surely yeah. not. But yeah,
0: <laughs> just throw some like 70s mysterio stuff at people and they're just like yeah. what am i looking at
1: <laughs> yeah give them a first issue of dr strange and just watch them have a nosebleed
0: <laughs> the universal symbol for not being able to cope
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is isn't it it, it, is. Is. it is and it actually comes up in one of the things we're going to talk about later that oh, actually happens,
0: does it? I don't even remember. <laughs> That's really oh yeah, just <laughs> wow, wow. That says right. a lot about the thing we're going to talk about. Like, should we just talk about it? Shall we? Well, oh,
1: we can't do. We, do we want to put uh, like a warning, a spoiler mm-hmm. warning? A for,
0: ginormous but, spoiler warning
1: from uh, for everything. I think we're going to talk about yes from from here on out. I think
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm the queen of not knowing when to shut up. so... <laughs> So, a thousand percent, anything we talk about from now on is going to be sport to buggery. So, right. I mean, I feel like we should start with Wonder Woman 84, because I feel like this could be a long conversation.
1: WW84, you mean?
0: Yeah, WW84, we which I only realised as the film started and that came up, that the only reason they did that, rather than calling it Wonder Woman 2, was because they didn't want, like, WW2 to come up on the screen like World War II. Um,
1: Do you know what? I hadn't really even thought about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just tweaked me I was like oh, Isn't it just called Wonder Woman 2 And it's just set Whenever the Ah oh. uh, Yeah Yeah I
1: yeah. do see that
0: Yeah So we Wonder have, Woman 2 We have 2,
1: both watched it
0: Wonder Woman 84 Wonder yeah. Woman Lots of numbers Um, I'll I'll bat it over to you first Because I'm <laughs>
1: That's
0: not fair, dude. No, I don't know where to start, mate. I don't know where to start. Uh, okay, right. I'm going to preface the whole whole of my conversa- side of this conversation, though, by saying that I didn't hate it.
1: Yes, I, th- I think I, like, if you go on the internet, you would think that this that, that some people's opinion considers to be the worst thing that's ever happened to comic book movies, and, yeah. it, and and it isn't. It clearly isn't. In fact, it's far, 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 far from it. Um, you know, because I mean, let's let's face it, all the shite we've had to deal with, deal with before, and there's a lot of things that you know I I I like about it. there, yeah. there is a lot of things I like about it. Um, I mean. Just some of the action scenes um, through a, through a lot of it, not all of them, <laughs> um, are, are very well done. There's um, wonderfully shot. I mean, the Hans Zimmer score, oh beautiful. Oh, sexy, yeah,
0: it is yeah. good. Hans Zimmer is a man who, if you go to him for a score, he's going to do. He is a man. <laughs> he is a man. If you go to him for a score, he's just going to deliver. Because I, I even think if Hans Zimmer were to phone it in, it would probably still be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There wasn't enough of the... Uh, we've already started on the music. I mean, we're deciding not to talk about the film. We're going to talk about the music. <laughs> but there wasn't enough. You know the classic... Well, I say the classic. But the Wonder Woman theme... That they've really sort of drilled in, oh, yeah. you know, that sort of guitar, wheel, with that, wheel, yeah, yeah. Dog, 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 dog. I mean, yeah. this is amazing audio for you people, um,
2: <laughs> but there
1: wasn't enough of that. It was trying yeah. to give it a new theme tune and stuff, which was, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah.
0: one thing I found about the music, and I don't blame Hans Zimmer for this at all, was that I feel like if you're going to set something in the '80s and you're going to sell it as being the most '80s movie that ever '80s ever,
1: right. then um, I, I, right i have to say this yeah right if they're selling it as that mm-hmm. right uh, am i allowed to curse you've met me right <laughs> yeah uh, it, it, like fuck it is right. right
0: yeah but they they market it as such they're like look steve trevor's got a fanny pack yeah. oh it's the so 80s uh, oh, like... oh,
1: oh, oh look the, the, the title card is all wibbly wobbly you know like vhs no it's not no it's not <laughs>
0: But it was marketed as such, but I feel like it was a bad soundtrack from that sense. Like on its own, it's a very, very amazing hands in the wonderful soundtrack. But if you're trying to be, look at these eighties movie, which I and I feel like it really tried to do that to us a lot, like occasionally it was like, Look at this guy with a Walkman, I don't know, like
1: just it it tried. It very much it was
0: nearly an eighties song song, in it, mate. And I'm like,
2: come on.
1: There give was a Frankie, a Frankie goes to out. Hollywood. Frankie goes to Hollywood. There was a Frankie goes oh. to Hollywood track that I noticed, and I thought, okay, uh, where's the rest of the music? Because I, I think,
2: yeah,
1: and I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Stranger Things. Huge mm-hmm. fan of Stranger Things. I know some people like it, and some people don't care for it, or whatever. But that does a successful that did a successful line for, for me of something that's fil- filmed here and now, but because of like the music and the soundtrack and everything else, it, it puts you in that in that decade. Yeah. Uh, and um whereas the, uh, for, for me the setting of, of of this particular film felt like a lot of modern people dressed up in clothes that people thought people wore in the 80s oh look shoulder pads <laughs> oh yeah look everyone's wearing like light light cotton <laughs> and the trousers are baggy this oh, is crazy. God. The, there, there, is, there is a dressing montage uh, which is which is the. i mean we've all seen them we've all loved them do you know what i mean the amount of times you've seen a dressing montage in a film where someone's trying on wedding dresses or something like that you know there, there's a place for them. this is probably the worst dressing montage i've seen in the film
0: yeah it, just, I, it didn't succeed it, when that happened so we'll talk we're, we're going to talk about the big thing right the, okay. the, the the steve elephant in the room so steve trevor is back sort of not really but kind of but not um so, so <laughs> i'll get to that in a minute my problem with that my like my issue with this is in the first film i genuinely felt like he and gal gadot had some sort of chemistry i don't think it was like you know the the, the best movie couple cinematic couple ever but it felt like they genuinely gave a shit about one another
1: yeah in and i also film, really like that film the problem, Me too. one of the problems this film has is the first one nails it in a lot of ways yeah Yeah.
0: so my issue with that dressing montage is that it just sort of it felt to me like it was going oh look steve is back and we're up to like you know couply type japes Uh." and i'm like no because first of all okay first of all the big part of the steve elephant in the room he's inhabiting the body of another man and this is fucking weird and a little bit Issue where in consent and also just
1: can't oh, even think see just i can not even no, think because about they that fuck.
0: they definitely fuck right they definitely fuck but <laughs> so she she's seeing steve but the whole world and the mirror is seeing other guy whose name i'm not even sure we but get
1: he's a, but he's got a chiseled jaw handsome and he's a man. And he's handsome, a handsome man. man he's a handsome um, man
0: she absolutely fucks it so and also right if let's take the consent question out of it right let's take take that one take it away yeah. so we have to assume that if she hadn't have renounced her wish that steve would have stayed in this man's body forever until he died do- until the body died what happened to that guy because <laughs> he's back at the end so it's not like he died so that steve could live like he literally just gets shunted out of his own body
2: it, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and just yeah most annoying thing about that whole section to me was no there's two most annoying things the first first one the first one is that they didn't need to put him in something else's body because they've already shown that this wishing stone can poof anything out of thin air it can poof well
1: well, actually it's 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 fairly (laughs) it's not it it doesn't have the same levels like sometimes you have to really work at it like you want your business to be better all of a sudden people start arriving to work for your business yet later on i want nuclear missile poof nuclear missile
0: yeah absolutely phenomenally stupid rules of its own thing but so like we know that it can poof things out of thin air like nuclear weapons so why can't it just poof steve just put it there, Steve. Don't have to even worry about whether or not you know the implications of fucking a man who's outside of his own bod right now. Like, um, and the other thing that bothered me about it was the idea that this is set like circa sixty-five years after the original film, or like I don't know, however many years, 60 or yeah. something. Um, yeah. this is me not remembering when the war was, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I think it's supposed to be like fifty years. Fifty. Uh, I, I've, I've got it wrong as well, but I think so, you yeah.
0: So what bothers me about this? And okay, so I am in a loving, super loving relationship. My husband is my absolute world. And obviously, if we split up or if something happened to him, I would be a thousand percent gutted. But I can't fathom how a woman such as Gal Gadot slash Diana Prince can go like 50, 60 years And still be pining after this one dude, but doesn't spare a single thought for Themyscira, or her mother, or all of her sisters from there. Like, the wish that she makes is, oh, what about me boyfriend, though? Rather than, you know, oh, I've lost my entire fucking family, and amazing culture, and like, totally rad island of boss-ass bitches.
1: Um, But but what what does happen? See, I've forgotten...
0: So I've, I've sort of forgotten as well, but I think the idea was is that, so I don't think it's been destroyed. I thought they're still there. I yeah, thought I don't think still... it's been destroyed. I think it's a case of she can't go back there because she's left. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, something, well. something comic logic. Uh. There's probably a reason. I've just forgotten. Um, mm. But the idea to me that she would literally never meet anybody in that intervening 60 years that even vaguely interested her. But she, again, but she's got no thought for her own like entire family and i don't know it didn't sit right yeah. with me that wonder woman would spend 60 years just pining after i mean a guy you know, she knew to, for a week <laughs> to
1: play to play the devil's advocate or to be the, the um lawyer for the defense i can't mm-hmm. believe it. you know there's, there's nothing to suggest that that she hasn't done anything and i guess you could say this is this film is a snapshot in time when she's feeling sad but it, it does it does come across like she's just been pining for him.
0: Well, yeah, and like part of me, so there's a, there's a bit at the start of this film where she goes out for dinner with Barbara and, they're to, and like Barbara's talking about...
1: I've got a, about, that got a really uh, believable best friend dynamic even though they go for one dinner and they, you know, that's pretty
0: And they barely even look at each other again in the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, when they go for this dinner and like Barbara's being all like flustered, like the popular girl is talking to me and, and Diana goes, actually, I'm not... I don't really do anything with my life. And I'm like, really? So, like, I get that you might not want to get super close with people because, you know, they die and it's harsh. Yeah. Um, And I get that. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't like this idea that she's been just sort of sitting around pining and or doing superhero work that's apparently nobody knows she's there, but she's very fucking noticeable.
1: Because, because... She destroys the cameras after they've been filming it for the yeah, first but, two minutes.
0: But what about the people's eyeballs?
1: <laughs> I know. Well, what, <laughs> what you don't see is the she ripped all them out. Them. <laughs> like, um,
0: so, okay, this is a thing, right, that I think the, th- the problem with this for me is that if this movie were good, uh, that wouldn't even have crossed my mind to be annoyed by, that's, if you know what I
1: mean? The like, like there, There's a lot of... Um, movies that are escapist entertainment and that, that's that's what super movies are at the superhero oh. movies are at the end of the day you know there's lots of people go oh 10 bad things, you know 10 reasons why the story in such and such doesn't work i'm thinking yeah. if you you know you don't need to pick it apart that, you know it's it's silly entertainment and yeah. this this one is and it has it has its moments when it works um yeah. but there are those moments where i just thought you lost me again oh yeah. oh i'm almost back now you lost me again <laughs> and that <laughs> That kept yeah. happening throughout the film. Yeah, it was...
0: The thing that sort of got me is that... And I, I've spoken to a few people about this afterwards, and I feel like they should have either gone for um, Cheetah or Max, because I feel like neither one was given enough attention for me to, I care and to be like really understand their motivations because both of them go from nothing to i guess i want to be a powerful cat now or like like the other one goes from like oh you know it'd be nice if i was a millionaire to like oh, i'm going to murder everyone and have all your fucking money like yeah. it's just like to sixty and you like hold like hold on. especially with barbara because she literally goes from i wish i was a bit more popular to give me a fucking tail baby stick that tail on there i have a cat now <laughs> I'm literally a cat. I shed all my clothes. I've got cat boobs like those from the movie Cats. Uh Here we go. That's my life now. That's what I wanted. Because uh, that won't have me shunned from, like, everything in life and stop me from doing everything that I was
1: But she's striving. an apex predator, Stace. She's an apex predator, unlike anything anyone's seen before.
0: I've got this real hatred as well for, like um, – and I think part of it is because I 100% fit this stereotype.
1: But, like <laughs> –
0: like, it's this stereotype that if somebody's not cool then it's because they're wearing glasses and they don't know how to walk in heels and they're a bit shy and it's like maybe it's just because they're a twat like who <laughs> like when she's walking around this movie i'm like there's 100 percent no way people are forgetting who you are because you look like a mess <laughs> you look like yeah. such a mess we'll be going look at that mess after you've left the room like yeah. there's no way they Forgetting who you are the day after they met you, like apparently that woman who just walks in just to go, I don't remember who you are. <laughs> Plot point, like it's
1: it is, so yeah, bizarre. it is, it is, um, it is a film that he, that I think has a lot of lazy writing to yes. it, very lazy writing because yeah. towards the end, it, it, I mean, the, the moments that I counted towards the end of where I was like, I, I, I can't believe they're saying this. Walked into this room. What's this? That's a satellite. Oh, really? Can I use it? What's this? Oh, that's something else. What's this? Oh, that's something else. Right, I'm going to use that. It was like, if anything was on screen, someone would talk about it, and you'd know it was going to be used, probably about five minutes later. It's like they were writing the script and just thought, I don't know how to end this scene. Just give them them that, and then they'll talk about it, and then they'll do it, and then, right, brilliant, that scene's done. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll just give them that, and then they'll they'll use it, and then we'll go on to the next scene. Um, Just put a letter
0: on it. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. everything
1: Ah, yeah. Right. Okay. 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 Right. Okay. Um. Right. I I think. (laughs) uh, Um, when the when the trailers for this film came out, um, I'm going to talk about one of the 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 big problem the the fuck you moments moment that I had. You know, when you watch a film, you think, "Oh, fuck you." Yeah.
2: Um.
1: Now, when you watch the trailer, obviously, there's that fantastic uh, Blue Monday cover i've forgotten the name of the um composer that did it but it's available on spotify um the amount of times that people said is that a song in it Uh, no um (laughs) and of course you had that the wonderful scene on the trailer where she's using the lasso and to catch lightning and then swing through and when i saw that i thought oh that looks like it's going to be one of the big moments in the film that's going to be a massive no it just happens yeah and and fuck you flying right that (laughs) right <laughs> there's part there's part of me that that likes that, that likes bits that, you know quite a lot of these films I you know and I'm a massive Pedro Pascal fan I think he oh, I too. think he, he, he gives it all, the he yeah yeah I, I don't think anyone just was phones it in no one phones it in on this no. <laughs> they're, they're trying yeah everyone's trying everyone across the board is trying it's just that some of the things you see and Wonder Woman flying because She's in the air, and she thinks about Steve Trevor talking about when you're in in the air. You just look at how the the wind affects you. you. You just flow with the wind, and then you just you just let it take you. And then and and then all of a sudden, she's fucking flying. Yeah,
0: right. it's 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 one of those things where. And this could just be me coming at it from a bit of a feminist side, but like this is she she sets this up as this is a power that all the Amazons have you know that if they hone their skills and do this that and the other but she's never mastered it and blah 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 so well, she can master things
1: she, in like 30 seconds if she just closes her eyes just tr- and just wobbles no, her hand in the air and all of a sudden pain in this evil. is the
0: problem you see is what she needs is a man to tell her how to do it that's Ooh. what she needs she needs Steve Trevor to come in and go yes. have you thought about trying hard
1: yeah. I, I, yeah, and, and before anyone who's seen the film d- d- defends it I know she's gliding I know she's not flying like Superman or anything like is, that but she's in that like air it? she's in that air for a long time the way they film it they film it like she's flying like Superman Yeah, it, but, and, it, it, and not- she can lasso clouds Fuck oh,
0: ah, That the, the, the flying, flying like Superman wouldn't even bother me if I felt like she could do it from the start of the movie, totally. if she'd spent the last 50 years honing yeah. that craft and was now like, look at me this bitch can fly <laughs> I'd yeah. be like, yeah! <laughs> yeah I'd be punching the air, but it's like yeah. you say it's like, it's briefly mentioned at the start like, oh yeah, this is something we can do, but I've never mastered it yeah. and then later if- it comes back and it's only because Steve says oh, have you thought about i don't know paying attention to your surroundings <laughs> but, yeah but, she,
1: th- she thinks mean, think about while like, she's falling through the sky
0: i mean absolutely like and it is it, it's annoying because it's one of those moments that i feel like i should have enjoyed and i should have been punching the air for to see oh, like because
1: the, the music's music, music going for one of those this yeah. is fucking majestic and, at and the
0: sky looks beautiful it's like the oh, look, look and look, at,
1: she's discovering and this she new power beautiful.
0: Yeah, and like, and it feels like it should be this moment where we're all like, look at this elegant, powerful, compassionate, you know, poised, disciplined.
1: And then, and then she does a Superman woman. pose. She does the <gasps> Superman pose. And I just thought, no. I
0: thought boob might fall out. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was worried that when she extended that arm that a boob might just
1: pop. Uh, I mean, pop hopefully, out. hopefully the editors would have been on that. <laughs> oh, no, we've got a nip slip. Lads, Jesus Christ! The Photoshop that. <laughs> and we missed the nipple oh god um,
0: um yeah, it uh, was annoying because like you say that should have been a, a really powerful moment and this is another issue with the film for me so the first movie like <laughs> i have,
1: it feels like we have so many
0: Issues.
1: Like issues yeah i do i mean know. i'm sitting here and like i i can tell you've been wanting to talk about
0: oh this. i really have because the worst part is i was trying to talk to my hubby about it and he just kept going i don't want to talk it's a boring film i don't like it i don't want to talk about it and i'm like oh but i've got thoughts and feelings yeah thoughts and feelings. um the so the thing about the first film for me is that it was like one of the first times i had gone to the cinema and i would seen like you know wonder woman on the big screen or <laughs> any woman <laughs> being yeah. a superhero yeah and the film is full of like emotionally resonant, oh, for f- fuck's sake, put your yeah. teeth in, resonant, yeah moments yeah. um and it earns all of them as well like it feels like every like that moment when she steps out onto no man's land comes yeah, after really. she's repeatedly told you can't mess with this or you can't do that or you know we've got to get to exposition so you can't stop and do this thing and she's finally like no this is what i believe in i am standing the fuck right up and i'm getting out there and i'm doing the thing and it literally i saw that film twice at the cinema and i've seen it about three times at home since and i still cry every time at that sequence because the music just builds up and builds yeah. up and then pumps you in the heart and she just looks powerful and elegant and strong and like in that
1: first film as well because obviously it was with the wartime setting everything else is muted and desaturated so and like so she is is the color in it in, yeah. in a in a lot of ways but also yeah. because Gal gadot is is tall she looks like an Amazon compared to yeah. everyone else. She does in this one. She just looks like someone in, uh, cosplaying Wonder Woman.
0: She absolutely does. Um, but like, so the first film, one of the main drivers in this is like, you know, them sorting out um, what's his chops. David Tewis, Aries. Yeah. There you go. Um,
1: and, and, his, and his Tash.
0: Yeah, and like yeah. I will, you know, I will openly say as much as you know, I gave that film five stars because it still makes me cry and it still makes me feel like an absolute. Amazonian, like I'm the short, fat nightmare of a human being. I'm like God sneezed a person. Oh, don't be. Stupid, no, sorry. no, no, and uh, I'm, not I'm not fishing. For, I'm, I'm, not fishing I'm not fishing for compliments, right? Compared to Gal Gadot, everybody's a fucking snot human. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, she's so wonderful. Um, but like, I came out every time I see that film. I come out and I feel like I could take on everyone and win. Like it's just, it's a real empowering, like oomph of a movie. And if this was, one, yeah. the me the only bit that's even slightly emotionally resonant that's even slightly supposed to make you actually genuinely feel things is the moment when she renounces her wish so steve technically dies again and then goes off to save the day mm. the problem is that's the exact same arc as the first fucking film <laughs> which i knew happened the instant they said oh we've chris pine's back in this babs i knew it was going to happen because i was like there is nothing there's no way that you can bring him back and he can stay i know that like everybody knows that he's gonna end up having to go and so yet again we were faced with a moment where wonder woman has to deal with steve trevor dying for the greater good Mm. and i'm like it isn't anywhere close to that moment in the first movie not even a bit and it doesn't help that the preceding bit has almost been like a fucking buddy comedy with them pair like walking around the town and he's admiring a bin like it might be fine art and she's like oh it's just yeah. trash can, you silly boy
1: like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just,
0: oh, she I just thinks,
1: so... oh i don't know what i saw in him
0: and then uh it just made me so mad because i was like i want to feel for wonder woman right now like she's crying the music's swelling you know he's i don't know that guy's probably returned to his body and he's like where the fuck am i what's happening yeah. where have i been for the last several days
1: yeah. and um, it's christmas i better leave uh I better leave the house yeah, um, yeah it went all love actually at the end which um
2: yeah um
1: <laughs> but like, I, 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 I think the difference between their two for and this guy made me sound like a culture show critic. Um, Ooh. Uh, (laughs) I I think when, when it, when, when you talk about storytelling, there's a lot of show, don't tell. Um, And I think the first film is all about showing. And (laughs) it's like, it's just, we're not going to hold your hand through it. Let's show why she's awesome. Let's show this whole thing. And like, you know, the emotion and all the storylines you're, you're seeing you're being, you're, they're shown to you in this one. It's constantly telling you yeah. things it, it, rather than any big, you know, it's like, Oh, well, this has got to happen and this has got to happen and this has got to happen. Oh, and she's been learning for a while. Oh, and this character sad. Uh, it's, and, and that, whether it be the emotional beats or just the, the narrative sort of, I need to go here. I need to go here and I need to go here and I need to go here. And everyone's going to talk about everything that you see on screen. So, because otherwise there's no point in it being there. And, and also, back to the dressing montage. That should that should have been the perfect time to put some fucking fantastic eighties music in. Oh, absolutely. And they had this sort of um, classical, sort of um, operatic type music. And don't get me wrong, I love all that shit, people. I, I I do. I genuinely do. I listen to more orchestral music and stuff like that than I do like pop or rock or whatever. But but it play. should not have been there it should not when steve trevor is being shown the 80s he should have heard the 80s as well
0: absolutely in fact if that had started with her putting a cassette tape on i'd have been like yeah
1: oh, and, and Duran Duran wild boys is playing yeah. it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: yes someone needs to re-edit about. that don't they they need to re-edit the dressing montage it went on for like fucking five minutes this film is like it's so long so 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 when rich uh rich watched it at while
0: he was at dialysis so i watched it i started watching it about it's a good hour and a half after eid so he was like well into it um Mm. he texted me from his dialysis center and he said oh i'm not even halfway through i don't think and i was like no that's not a good (laughs) yeah because it's clearly faffing on his phone.
1: <laughs> uh, it, it was one of those things as well. And I, I start to think this about a lot of, uh, certainly a lot of films when they're too long now. I'll watch things, and this may be because of like the TV, sh- the you know, the quality of TV shows getting better. The amount of times that I just think, if the story's dragging on long, I just think this should have been a TV show. So they would yeah. have, because th- they're fitting in a lot of things, to so it's a longer film. But all these little things that they're adding in aren't getting time for you to care about any of it.
0: Well you that's know. exactly what I felt about Cheetah because like I will freely admit I don't really read Wonder Woman comics um I don't know why they've just never really
1: uh, I'm, I'm the same I've, I've got I've got a couple of uh, books and stuff and there's some great runs and stuff she's always she's always been a, a hugely strong character yeah.
0: um so I don't really know much about what um Barbara Minerva is like in the comics mm. um but in this film it felt to me like I don't get why you would cast Kristen Wiegh and not let her be funny she's like yeah. why, why bother casting her cast literally anyone then like and it's it's a trend i've seen in a lot of movies lately like it irked me to no end that there were three comedians all of whom's name i'm forgetting i think julian bell was one of them was cast in bill and ted but weren't in comedic parts and it fucked me right off because i was like why but why even but like you could have put a pot plant there and it would have made no fucking difference
2: yeah yeah but
0: like and that's not that's not me having a go at week i don't think for one minute she's a bad you know drama actress
1: or that she's bad oh, no, I yeah, she, she, she's she can be, she's a great dramatic actress but she was know. given
0: she was given nothing to work with like the character seems to go from oh i'm a little bit bitter because you know everybody's a bit of a twat to me to full blown like well i guess i want to be like a cat person now who can kick the shit out of everybody even though what she actually wants is for people to like her and i don't think many people would like a cat person who could cave their face in if they try well, that wouldn't be my first choice for a best friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, no. If, I was, if I was in the market for a best mate, I don't think I'd be going for one who could murder me with no. so much
2: as a look.
1: I, I will. Um, I'm going to talk. I mean, we've we've said a spoiler warning. Um, right at the right in the front, but here's an extra spoiler warning because I'm about to talk about the resolution to the fight at the end. Okay. And why I have a problem with it. Now, this is <laughs> this is the fight that when uh uh Wonder Woman turns up in the most ridiculous armor which i thought looked shit on the trailers and i but at the same time i thought well maybe the film will prove me wrong Now no, the film doesn't prove the film doesn't prove me wrong motion. It, it looks shit it, in,
0: it looks fantastic in photos yeah in the posters mint it it's, looks shit in motion
1: it, it's a it's a runway um superhero costume do you know what i mean there, there, there was a lot of things in this where i just thought well that doesn't look like it would work yeah <laughs> and i know fi- I know, films you know we're not talking about realism we're not talking about realism she's lassoing a cloud what the fuck do i know but um but it, it, the, the costume just looked terrible anyway uh, and she fobs off the wings when she doesn't need them anymore um even though she's got 10 inch heels but anyway so they have the fight at the end and it's and i will say this she makes the same decision that superman did in man of steel right yeah. and people would be like what no she doesn't she does there's there's a moment and if you've watched it you'll know what i'm talking about they're fighting in the water and she pushes she keeps saying to barbara stop it stop it you have to stop it essentially isn't she yeah yeah. and when she doesn't she goes then i'm sorry and she pushes her underwater and the water is electrocuted There is no guarantee that Barbara's going to survive that. Wonder Woman attempted to kill the bitch. Yeah,
0: she straight up attempted a murder. Yeah, I felt uncomfortable with that because I feel like one of the sort of... And it's one of the big facets of her character anyway, but it's Mm. also something that I'd noticed throughout the film is that there are lots of instances where it looks like she's trying her hardest to to not kill people she's yeah. just trying to stop them from doing the thing and in fact there are bits where like for example when cheetahs like trying to knock people out where she's pulling up chairs with the lasso so that they land in the chair rather yeah. than smash no, those, them bits,
1: those bits whatever. are great when she's um, literally, she's saving people left right and center so they're not being hurt
0: yeah stuff, stuff um, like that
1: works and that, yeah. feel,
0: that feels like so it it's not that the writing staff or that patty jenkins doesn't get wonder woman they absolutely yeah. do but it's yeah it's that moment where and i felt like they were doing that because they knew they weren't going to get to the point with maxwell lord where it was the case of do we have to kill him do you know what i mean yeah, um, yeah. so i felt like this was the substitute but i don't think again i don't think it was earned um, and no
1: one will say anything because when barbara comes out of the water she goes <laughs> and she's coughing yeah. yeah yeah she she's fine because she didn't die no one will say anything but i will i will st- i will stand on my hill now and just be like she's the fucking same thing yeah. well, I,
0: I even said it as i was watching it and nobody was in the house with me i was like she's gotta be dead
1: <laughs> and, and they even shoot it and initially when they shoot it and she starts sort of sinking under the water you think well she's killed her yeah she's, she's killed
0: she's
2: fucking killed
1: her <laughs>
0: Yeah, and to be honest, that's not a stupid thing to think because it's a thousand percent the way they film it. Yeah, Um, and it yeah it. I don't know. Like I again, I feel like nothing was built up enough or earned enough. And it's funny because they spend so much time in this movie doing stuff they don't need to do, like. I'm not going to comment on the political side of this because I don't know enough about it to talk about it but yeah. there is a sequence in this film where they go to like the Middle East and shenanigans occur. Yeah. yeah. So there's a really big long truck fight chase thing which I hated.
2: Um You hate you
1: hated did you? I mean I must say there are certain bits of that that I thought looked good. Yeah. Um not what? the fake uh, Wonder Woman running because that looks terrible. It
0: looks absolutely dreadful. Oh it
1: looks awful. She doesn't no. have a Why the Warner Brothers I seem to have a fascination with zooming in on someone when they're trying to run, which involves the actor doing a fake... Anyone who yeah. tries to do a fake run looks like a fake run.
0: Well, I mean, even if you go on a treadmill, that's not how you look when you're actually yeah. running. So, like, yeah. yeah, it's just... it's so weird. No, I hated that sequence, partly because I couldn't keep track of what was really happening for the most part because nearly all the vehicles looked the same. And I couldn't tell yeah. why she was, like... At first, it didn't register with me that she was losing her powers. Like, it didn't so that yeah that's that's very subtle.
1: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: um so like a lot of that scene didn't make sense but i was livid at those kids right we're in the middle of what looks like a giant fucking desert there's one teeny weeny fucking house right with these bunch of kids playing on the road there is a convoy of loud exploding gunfire vehicles barreling towards them and they're still playing football in the middle of the road like
2: what are you
1: yeah what are you doing If you look at it on the other side, the film's treating it like whoever's driving that lead car, the one that has Maxwell Lord in, Mm -hmm. that person's just going to be like, there's kids in the road, and just go keep on driving. Just mow them down. Who in the right
0: mind (laughs) Yeah, just mow them down. Like, I know we're supposed to think that they're evil,
1: and like... But the the thing is, it was kind of telling you they were evil, but at the same time, but they're not completely evil. Yeah,
0: it was just such a weird
1: it didn't really commit to anything this movie I didn't yeah think. yeah um, it, it wanted the, to be yeah it was it was failing on a lot of front like oh, the 80s is popular let's put it in the 80s okay yeah. but if then, you're gonna yeah, do that I'm commit saying, to yeah. it yeah. you've got you've got to commit to it you've
0: got a couple of shoulder pads you know yeah. and that's about it really
1: yeah yeah there's, there's many things there's many things uh i mean what did you what did you really enjoy about it
0: pedro pascal <laughs> um,
1: Jesus, like, Jesus. <laughs> every,
0: every time he was on the screen and especially when he was doing his like smarmy businessman shtick like every time you see him go from uh you know busy behind the scenes to all of a sudden somebody's in front of him and he just turns it on and he's like doing the finger guns and like all of it i was like i'm in love with this guy i'll buy what he's selling <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: literally
0: yeah. this is the way i'll have it um absolutely because what i liked about him as well is that i feel like he really committed to even though the writing of that character was really wishy-washy like he was like no this is he has
1: more of an arc than anyone else he's the only one that has a character arc
0: yeah and he's he's like this is a guy that wants he wants it all so that's how i'm gonna bet and he really commits to that like you know doing whatever he can to get his way um he's just I just thought he was absolutely wonderful I could have watched a whole film just about that Max Lord absolutely and it would be great oh I tell you what actually I've got another gripe before I start talking about things I did like so
1: I got another one one as well
2: (laughs)
0: So, like the whole crux of this film, the big sort of like not really a showdown at the end because we have a little sort of miniature showdown with Cheetah, and then we have the talky showdown, I guess is what I'm going to call yeah. it, with Max, where uh, Max is trying to get the entire world to make wishes so that he, so, because the point of this wishing stone is that the stone gets something in return for giving you what you want, and the stone can sort of decide what it is that it gets of yours so obviously for wonder woman it's the fact that uh, you know it gets her powers in return for bringing steve back and for barbara i actually don't know what it gets in return actually
1: yeah can't, can't no.
0: um but obviously with uh for some reason with pedro pascal it seems to be his health so he decides if i force everybody in the world to make a wish all at once then what i can get is their health yeah i think i think that was the plan i'm actually not 100% sure but anyway so the problem with this for me is that the big ending pivots on Wonder Woman's big speech about renouncing your wishes because yeah. really it's not what you want to look around you and how it's affecting people. And, you know, you need to think about others as well as, you know, what's best for you and blah, blah, blah. And she does this like, big, beautiful speech. I don't really remember it because it wasn't that impactful. <laughs> um, Music was nice. But the problem for me was that during this sequence, they had focused almost entirely on people who'd made arsehole wishes. So, like, we'd focused on, like, a guy who wished that, uh, I don't know, Ice would come and take this immigrant, you know, bloke who works. Or, I don't know. I don't remember.
1: Oh, but yeah. The woman wishes um, that <laughs> all of the Irish would get taken back dead. to Ireland. And there's a guy who wishes he, that women woman he, would drop he, down he, dead. Yeah. And he yeah. responds with, I wish you were dead.
0: So this
1: is my issue with this whole crooks.
0: Do you think that a wonderful speech about thinking about other people, if your sole wish was, I wish that guy would die, do you think you're going to feel any different because Wonder Woman goes, oh, but did you really think about
1: that first? Com- completely. There are people who would not have renounced their wishes. Plus, yeah. also, that woman asked for something that was massive and she's dead. So how could she renounce her <laughs>
0: Yes, exactly. Like, the logic of this, and again...
1: what she the, just woke up and went, brr, I just renounced that. That was silly, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: just... Like, the, and it's, again, it's this thing where I don't think I would be bothered by the logic of The Wishing Stone if the surrounding movie was, like, you know, tight and impactful and interesting, but the problem is is there's, like, a handful of scenes where I'm like, ooh, I like that, Yeah. but the rest of the movie is just flim-flamming around on nothing. It's giving yeah. me nothing to like. that. That's when I start picking up on these things. And I think, well, that doesn't. And so to me, it would have been much more impactful to see people wishing for like, I don't know, a poor family wishing for money. Yeah. Realising that that actually was, you know, affecting X, Y and Z and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think for a second people who made the kinds of wishes that these that the people we were shown were making would go. Now, I don't want i, I yeah. don't want that wish anymore put it back like of, co- of course they wouldn't they'd be like ah that twat that i wanted dead is dead wicked so yeah. <laughs> like you know yeah. i just don't see the i just don't see the logic there and she was really pivoting that like what would she have done if people were like no <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: and <laughs> like, the rest of her life is just people cleaning people that up cleaning up <laughs> that mess yeah
0: it was just such a weird and like this got me thinking then about because it's essentially a monkey's paw this stone isn't it yeah. it's like, yeah, which
1: i can... yeah which i think uh you know in terms of the storytelling things uh in the superhero movie world that I, I was like fair play that one hasn't been done that's that's interesting you can do some interesting things with it fair play you know this isn't thank god it's not time travel or any of that nonsense <laughs> yeah yeah or parallel universes or or you know you know, but it had to be a, a huge world event. You know, that's sort of huge world event that when you watch like certain films, that no one ever fucking talks about.
0: Yeah, nobody. Uh, even <laughs>
1: no one's ever going to mention that. Yeah. Um. But and and it has. But the way that this is introduced, right? Here's my gripe: the way that this whole thing is introduced is the worst, fucking, cheapest, most pathetic way you've ever introduced a story. You know, a major plot point. I I have seen. Like, for a film that's genuinely sp- just trying to play it down the line, right? And it, one of the things I noticed about it is um, Asim Chowdhury is is the actor who's played it. He's in the, the TV show People Just Do Nothing. Um, have you ever seen that? about the yeah. sort of, About the pirate radio station. It's all on Netflix. It's it's hilarious. It's like a mockumentary series, which is absolutely hilarious. And he's in it. So I recognise that actor. You know when you, you recognise the actor, like, oh, that's that person.
2: Yeah.
1: And you see him as their as Diana and Barbara are talking about this stone, he has nothing to do with either of them. He looks at the stone. He wanders to the foreground. While they're holding it, he puts his hand on it and just says, I just wish I had a coffee, and then walks off and gets given a coffee. He's not in the rest of the film, people. (laughs) That blew my fucking mind. You know what? absolutely didn't
0: need that because you know barbara's wish is a thousand percent the easiest way to introduce this wishing stone you know she's she works in that department
1: she already knows about it maxwell lord already knows about it
0: yeah why does nobody in their department know about it but he knows about it the other thing that bothered me a little bit and again researching it
1: it for a long time Stacey. he's been researching it for a long time he knows about these things you know the oil baron (laughs) that he is
0: yeah the thing, that, the thing that really tickled me, and this is a thousand percent my gripe, it's nothing to do with the film, is that the, the, the wish that he makes, because this is set up as a monkey's paw style, you get a wish, but yeah. also something weird, something fucking weird is going to happen. He wishes to become the stone. And as soon as he said it, I thought, is he literally going to turn into a stone and the rest of this movie is people passing him around and wishing shit? <laughs> because that is a thousand percent. The literal way something like a wishing stone would take that wish. He didn't say, I wish I had the power of the wishing stone. He didn't say, I wish I could do what the wishing stone does. He said, I wish I was the wishing stone. And it bothered me for the rest of the movie that he wasn't a stone. (laughs) No, I
1: didn't think about that. Just a simple way of writing that line could have exactly. fixed that
0: and it in him across so much and i know it's stupid and i know it's just me but like you know having seen the the needful things episode of rick and morty <laughs> like you know it's it's one of them isn't it it's like you've got to be very careful what you're wishing for because it could really fuck shit up and that is the whole like crux of this film like you know not living in the past and not you know accepting what you've got in life and and working to improve yourself and doing things for others that's the the moral i guess of this
2: film
1: and And so you know if you were to think deeper about it as well you could you could um just slightly amend so diana's wish is that steve trevor is back OK, and her her thing is she's losing her powers. Why does that have to be the thing? Her her moral quandary could be she's got him back. But another person ceases to exist because of it.
0: Well, yeah, that would make that would make the body swap thing make much more sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Again, I hated it when he turns up at that party and she's like, stop following me around. You massive look, I know I'm fit in this dress has a <laughs> up to my family. I know that. Right. right. And this but... is
1: This is genuinely direct dialogue from the film, people
0: absolutely it is um can you imagine if wonder woman talks like me
1: oh it would be the <laughs> best
0: off your stupid cunt and then punches a cat in the <laughs> <laughs> uh, um take
1: like, your wish back you bastard
0: have you thought about not being a selfish dickhead <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> it'd be so funny um i've always wanted to be the doctor's companion you know sort like i just think i'd be
1: so funny oh, you'd be perfect i'd
0: like, have to be i'd have to be yeah, me i wouldn't be you, like you might have to it... cut
1: down on the c words
0: <laughs> i was like what can we substitute for the c word <laughs> um no it just it just it just bothered me because as soon as he turns up and it like starts to you know become you know the thing that he is in fact steve she doesn't even really ba- and i know she like you know comes from a, a fucking secret island of warrior women and she's practically a god and she can fly and all this stuff like i get that so i get that it's not going to be like a what the yeah. fuck moment really for her but not once does she say is the other guy in there with you like can you feel him yeah. is he talking like what what's happened to this man
1: the key because key he-, about it is, he, he turns up if you just turn out the blue that was fine but he then takes her to the apartment where this guy lives
0: yeah, and they're like, look at all these clothes he has and look at all this stuff he's got. And she's like, oh, yeah, a whole life, well-lived. Oh, well, fuck this guy. Let, let's, let's have,
1: let's let's have sex, yep. yep. Let's hit it. Boom. Yeah,
0: And yep. Uh, And it's just, it is, it, yeah, it's just, it feels so categorically un-Wonder for her to not think, oh, yeah. what about this man, though?
1: Okay, well, you've watched the first film a lot more than I. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you're the authority that I have on this, so I don't need to ask it. Um because obviously the Amazons, you know, they've got like the cool armor and stuff like that, and, and the way that whole scara is, yeah. is, is that is that yeah, looks great in the first film. And basically, when they've talked about the Amazons, have they ever worn um, leotards from the Hunger Games?
0: <laughs> not as not as far as I'm aware.
1: Because. Uh, it was either that, or it was like uh, they, were, they were auditioning for the TV show *Gladiators* mm. at the beginning, um, because that that kind of took me out of it as well. <laughs> oh,
0: see, I'll be honest. That 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 um, scene at Themyscira, Themis, Themyscira mm. I don't actually know how to say that. That's terrible. Um, that scene was my favourite part of the whole film. <laughs> it,
1: it, it is one of the better parts. I mean, um, I really, I really like the the firing the arrows at the the different coloured smokes and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It was just that one sci fi bit of like costume making that was like, oh, that's taken me out of it a little bit, considering everyone else seems to be of, you know, they're either wearing sort of like Greek sort of leather armor and stuff, or they're, you know, in togas and all of that, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then I thought, but I, I did, I felt that. And then at the same time, I thought, well it's a superhero movie they always they always play fast and loose with this kind of yeah stuff, i mean so.
2: to
0: be honest i think um the costuming and the that sort of thing was fine like it was one of the least <laughs> it was one of the least i mean anytime they put gal gadot in a fancy evening gown i'm all about it <laughs> um
1: yeah so but the, but the same at the same part. time they just failed with that armor the armor at the end i'm gonna go back to the armor
0: well, yeah i think the problem with the armor for me isn't so much because i think it actually looks like it's not badly rendered if that makes
1: sense what it looks is impractical but i will let i will let that off because it looks so at the same good time it. the fact that you have to say it's been well rendered it's sh- an, an armor uh, like a, a classic armor if you ask me shouldn't look like it's been rendered
0: well it- that's and i'm pretty sure that i know of some cosplayers that will a thousand percent make
1: oh god yeah you know batman that's going to
0: yeah. conventions in the in the future yeah
1: conventions
0: are allowed again that's
1: gonna, that's gonna be totally unwieldy and the 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 the, <laughs> Baco, the, the waste of bako foil is going to be astronomical <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but i yeah i didn't i didn't mind i suppose i didn't mind that i hated barbara styling because it was another one of those things if you think about like uma thurman in whichever batman movie it was that she was uh poison ivy in and mm. uh, if you think about the styling of michelle pfeiffer at the start of um batman returns mm-hmm. and uh, the styling of jim carrey's character even at the start of whichever batman movie he was in because i don't remember yeah um I hate I hate that look. Jamie like, Foxx
1: in The Amazing Spider-Man 2.
0: Yes, and the problem and who's that guy in I think it was Iron Man 3 who's the one who's like an absolute fugly mess and then he turns up yeah. later on. Yeah.
1: Same thing, him. Guy Pearce love that actor. Yeah. But, yeah, but it, yeah.
0: what bothers me is it's not necessarily that they look a bit different, it's that they look like caricatures and nobody else does and that's why it annoys me. So like even in, you know, the Bat Nipples universe of Batman, Uma Thurman's like shuffly fucking Pamela Isley just like like wandering around with her hair all, I don't know, like she's been dragged through an edge backwards or has never been introduced to the concept of a fucking comb. Like, it bothers me because even in that universe, she looks ridiculous. And I felt the exact same about Barbara. I feel like, I feel like she's gone out of her way to go, what's the ugliest dress I could wear? What's the ugliest sweater I could put over the top? What's the stupidest thing I could do with my hair, such as it is? Um... You know, you,
1: you, you know what makes you know what makes you a, like a, like a human being be a better woman if they can walk on heels. That's what that I've is, learned from that's this the,
0: film. That is a thing that really bothers me, right? Because I have an issue with balance. I literally cannot walk in heels. Like a friend of mine. Uh, I knew, a, knew
1: this would trigger you. My <laughs>
0: party once said to me stace you've got amazing calves they'd look so much better in heels though and then proceeded to take my shoes away from me and put her shoes onto me and i literally stood stock still because i couldn't move and she was like just walk with us to this fucking bar and i was like i literally can't please get me out of these shoes i'm gonna fall down and i was like teetering I was stood still, but I was, like, teetering. And so it bothers me that there's this whole idea of, like, oh, you're not a real woman if you can't walk in heels. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. There's no such thing as a real woman. You are a real woman if you feel you are a real woman. And I, yeah. like, and that goes for literally everybody, no matter what, like, gender you are born into or people try to put on you, like, wear a pair of heels and rock the shit out of them if you want to if you don't or you can't that doesn't make you any less than it's actually a really fucking ableist thing to say which
2: yeah
0: like is me getting on my high horse again but you know there are a lot of people who for whatever reason can't walk in heels that's absolutely fucking fine that doesn't make them any less of a boss ass bitch i'm sorry
1: (laughs) because no well and i I i totally agree with it as well because she basically barbara asked um, I want to be more like Diana. That's what she says. That, 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 is, that is the wish. I wish I was more like Diana. She doesn't say, you know, uh, and, and the powers come with it. Um, wow. The film makes a stylistic choice to say, well, she's obviously, you know, she's got to wear heels and, you know, there's all these choices that all of a sudden, like, you, you know, Diana's a better woman than you because of this, this and this. So
0: Yeah. Well, the, you know, the other thing about that wish as well is that, like you say, she just says that she wants to be more like Diana. So, why is it that she got diana's powers and her ability to walk in heels and her I don't know ability to put together an outfit um and her you know people noticing her and talking to her but she didn't get oh I don't know her compassion or <laughs> like yeah. any things that actually make Diana yeah. really Diana yeah yeah. Um,
1: yeah if you think about it the, the the biggest thing about like the heroes and that's always the way that um the biggest thing about them it's not their powers it's their morals it's, yeah, it's what they, they
0: do the right thing with those powers
1: yeah and that,
0: and, but again, it's another wording of it. Like you change the wording of that slightly. I wish I was as popular as Diana. Yeah. Still makes sense for her powers, but at least yeah. it it would it would yeah. negate sort of questioning of well, if she wants to be like Diana, why isn't she a fucking nice person?
1: Yeah. I, I I tell you I tell you this as well. This does it. It just confirms what I've always suspected. I you, do you know when you know that someone's a villain? Black eyeliner. Black. A black eyeliner, eyeliner. always always. Uh, I as think, soon as someone wears black eyeliner, they're obviously a villain.
0: It uh, what I felt, what I thought was really funny as well was that because they didn't really give her any character development, you've got no idea why she seems to have this affinity for cats or animal print. So <laughs> she just goes from like a fairly. She had well, like a cat a like, caricature you, nerd is what she yeah. looks like she goes from that to being like oh, i wish i was a bit more popular to all of a sudden being like head to toe fucking faux fur and leopard print and like, yeah. and like oh, where is any of it because that's not diana either that's not it, she hasn't I, I i just yeah. don't understand
1: it also has that um i don't know how to sort of talk it you know it has that story point where obviously she's threatened by an asshole like mm. like 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 the, like the shitbag man you know the drunk yeah. man um and then later there's the payback where she pretty much kills him
2: <laughs>
1: yeah and i but i'm not sure i mean i'm not the right person to talk uh, you know uh, when i was watching i was thinking have they handled this right
0: that to me is uh, a really I, difficult one because
1: yeah it's a tricky one because it's because that whole thing is, is so prevalent as it should be now yeah um but it's another one of those things that that on itself is a massive thing to talk about in a film that you're putting, you know, essentially that scene just becomes, um, basically a sleazy wannabe rapist. You've got that scene. And the second part of it is she kicks the shit out of him. That's it. Forget about it. it. The rest of it doesn't matter. That's what happens. That's, that's a big subject matter that is just thrown in with everything else that's in this film.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I th- the difficulty for me is that within the context of this film i think the first of those scenes is only thrown in there to make her want to be more like diana um
2: yeah.
0: like i think it's only because diana like throws that guy off her and is like right although it did tickle me that diana still didn't offer to walk her home <laughs> like yeah you know what? just walk the rest of the way with that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, it quite traumatizing actually
2: yeah um, yeah
0: but, like, yeah. it's di- the, the coming back to it later is difficult because on the one hand, you know, I count myself lucky and I touch all the wood in the sense that I've, I have experienced sexual harassment but not to that sort of extent of where I would consider it like full-blown yeah. assault. So I can't really talk about that sort of side of it. But there is a sort of catharsis to seeing the guy get some sort of comeuppance. And, and
1: totally. That's, yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, I think, the thinking in its roundabout way... Is correct to have that. You know, people who try this should get their comeuppance. It is also the birth of a villain. So is that
0: right? Is is that right? (laughs) I find it as she's doing something bad. And she She
2: is.
0: Because she is on the verge of killing that man. And I think it's only because the homeless guy that she occasionally gives a sandwich turns the corner and goes, like, what are you you doing?
1: And then she basically tells him to sod off and then walks off.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's because she's nasty to him that you think, oh, she's a villain.
0: Yeah, but it's such a weird way to frame that mm, secret. Yeah. Because what I say it's like the dude should definitely get some sort of compliments for being a lecherous Complete, nightmare.
1: Completely. Article. Completely. On the
0: other point, it, it, yeah, it, we are saying, but her behaviour is bad. She's a villain now. And I'm like, well, yeah,
1: yeah. it's
0: a, it's, a, it's a very grey area kind of scene. And again, it feels like if they'd have just focused on her, maybe yeah. we would have got more...
2: Um, I
1: mean, I, I think I mean I'm I'm not wonderful about the term girl power, and I I, th- I think it kind of frames that scene when she gets back at this guy in this sort of like you know female power, but it is clouded in that with the with the music and everything it yeah, is villain villain
2: yeah.
1: villain. This is yeah. bad what she's doing.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and of course, if you're if you're beating someone to death, you you're doing something bad. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that goes that without really saying, like that goes yeah. without saying. Um, but do you know what I mean? That's why there's a lot of things going on in this film. I think they're they're trying to do too many things. And for a film that's got uh, that is very long and feels very boring, it a lot. Uh, it, you know, when yeah. we discuss it, we realise how many things are going on in this film, and yet they all happen super quickly. So why does it feel so long and boring? You know why? Yeah.
0: why? It, there were so many points at the film that I was just like, oh, I might just check Twitter, yeah. like which and i think if i'd have seen this in a cinema like you know if if covid wasn't a thing and i was at the cinema seeing this i don't know how i would have got i might have not i might have nodded off i don't know how i would have got through it without checking my phone but i never will check my phone at the cinema because i'm Mm. not a twat
1: and i know um obviously like when it originally came out and stuff or you know when it was released people talk about you know the positivity in it and and it's definitely going for you know isn't the world wonderful it's trying to get that message and, and you know I, and i'm all for that i just think it doesn't it doesn't succeed in a lot of think, i
0: don't think that lands at all because actually yeah. the sort of the sort of um what's the word i'm looking for the climax of the film is everybody having to give back the things they want because they've caused a palaver oh, yeah. so it feels well, like being told the world like,
1: is be- the world is beautiful don't fuck it up yeah. That's, that's, but it yeah.
0: feels like the movie is saying just stop trying to achieve shit it'll probably fuck up <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually felt very words pessimistic words
1: to live by people if you, if you learn nothing else in this episode <laughs> um, you've learned that
0: <laughs> like, and this is I, I mean I don't know well, Again,
1: WW84 give up trying that's what okay. it should have been
0: just, just hibernate um, I don't know maybe if I'd have seen this film not in the context of Covid because this is the other thing is that my mental health at the moment is not good. Um, you know, COVID's been going on for a long time. Me and my husband are now considered high risk because he um, fell quite ill with a kidney issue in September last year. Uh, yeah. Just in time for my 35th birthday. Thank you, Richard. Oh, yeah um So, like, you know, I've been worrying about him. I've been worrying about COVID. I've been missing yeah. my family. I've been trying to work a very busy job in a charity that is directly involved with constantly thinking about COVID and mitigating the effects of COVID. So, yeah. it's all I think about, like, all the time. I'm very, very tired.
1: <laughs> and um, it is, it is exhausting, you know, everything right now. Um, you know, I'm everyone's not. in such a difficult and exhausting place.
0: I'm not saying that I'm sort of special in my anxiety. I yeah. know this a collective thing we are all experiencing and obviously you know some people's levels are worse than others like I'm sure there's people who are going through you know I count myself lucky that although I'm going through this stuff with Rich and then you know COVID on top because the other thing about like the the, with Rich falling ill was that because it was during COVID I couldn't visit him while he was in hospital for 10 days. Yeah. and i couldn't have his family over to support me or to support them do you know what i mean like there's this whole extra layer of like gumph that covid just throws up but like i know that yeah. i'm lucky we've both still got our jobs we've both still got our house we yeah. touch wood lost anybody um super close to us from covid so yeah. i know that i am in a fairly lucky position mm. but i wonder whether that affect affects my experiences of some of the things that i'm watching now because as much as i would love to have seen a Wonder Woman movie that gave me hope at the the end of this film because I was so bored and because the sort of, the villains, um, like... Max Lord's motivations were really muddled because it it was mostly self game, but he also seemed to want to do right by his kid and make sure that yeah. his kid was provided for, which is a good motivation to have. So, because everything was so muddled, and with Barbara, you know, she wanted to be able to stand up for herself and to to be more of a presence in that. That's not necessarily a bad thing.
1: It's a film to, of like, there's no bad guys because everyone's just trying to do the right thing, but they're messing up everything. That's yeah. there is that's there was no yeah. That
0: less like a difficult thing to hear when you're currently in a position where you're already sort of struggling is to hear that sometimes the things that you're working towards aren't the right things anyway. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: just yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. What you want is wrong. Um, yeah. yeah um, I think, but I mean, to carry your point, I mean, I, I totally get what you, what you're saying about watching entertainment as well. But um, I think, you know, escapism entertainment as you know is more important than ever right now i think oh, yeah. Yeah. you know just to have those you know two hours or you know to binge watch a tv series that just take yeah. you know can just take your mind off it you know obviously as long as you're not as you don't separate from reality completely um <laughs> yeah. you know that you know there, there are those you know the the be like christmas time was a Crazy, you, you know that was a difficult time. But there's those moments where you sit down and watch a Christmas film and you just get lost in it for a bit, or you put on whatever, you know, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, whatever, Star Wars, whatever series, and you and you do get lost in it. And I think it just speaks that this this film, which was which was billed as super escapist entertainment and super positive and everything, didn't work. Yeah, it, did, it, it didn't work at the end of the day, and and that's I, I mean that's the legacy it leaves um which will probably be i mean it's the iron man 2 um (laughs) i i certainly hope we get we get wonder woman 3 i certainly hope
0: they've 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 agreed one they announced it not long after wonder woman 84 came out because by all accounts uh wonder woman 84 has monetarily done very well (laughs) yeah especially for a covid year movie Yeah. yeah um which, I, mean, I mean, that's I mean,
1: not. I mean, I mean oh, it also, it also didn't have that much. It, yeah, it didn't have that much competition to yeah. it at the same time. But, <laughs> um... with,
0: uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, and that's about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's so they they are going to do a third one. I just I hope that this time i don't know i just feel like it needs tightening i feel like everything needs tightening and if i hear the words chris pine has been hired again i'm i'm a boycott i'm not going i'm not seeing it (laughs) i don't want it because i don't think he's that great of a character to begin with and i feel like she needs to move on
1: i also don't want i i would like it to be a a film where and the, the third film in a lot of these superheroes thing always fall into the same thing oh yeah here's the last of the trilogy by the way here's some other heroes from the other films i want a third wonder woman film it should still be a wonder woman film yeah. um yeah. one of the one of the, the many t- things i couldn't stand about batman v superman it's not that superman should have got a sequel it shouldn't have been the. it shouldn't have been a batman film with superman in it, it yeah. that still irks me
0: oh, uh, i was- I do you think Wonder Woman's appearance in that movie is the best thing about? She's it. the
1: best thing. Yeah, she's the Absolutely. best thing about it. And I, I I'm a Henry Cavill. Uh, I will. Yeah, I'll stand on I that. Hill. I, I uh, love, I love him, I think, and I think he's a brilliant Superman that hasn't been serviced by the films he's in. And uh, I like Man of Steel. I said it. Internet, come at me. No,
0: I, uh, I quite. I wouldn't go as far as to say liked, but I didn't hate Man of Steel like everybody else does. I had a few issues with it, yeah. but overall, I think it was great. I mean, to be honest, I think there are. i Sorry I'm just hoping that this is recording um and I'm
1: just it's just starting to record now it seemed that like, it seemed like the other one did record it seems like Warner brothers are listening to us
0: oh my god oh my god i don't know what happened there but i was literally in the middle of talking to you hadn't touched a single thing and my page just refreshed itself and oh. cl- like closed down skype so i really hope that 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 other call is entirely recorded. It looks like it's there in the well, chat, which is good.
1: Well, and it says pod- it's
0: an hour and a half uh ish long. So that's for good. one,
1: one podcaster to another, if you need it, I'm recording in the background.
0: Oh, you absolute star! Thank God for you. Thank God for you. <sighs>
1: um, yeah, we were just talking about uh, Man of Steel. I think. Yeah,
0: but... I think there's. I think writers have a an issue with Superman in general in film because I also think that Brandon Ruth is a fantastic Superman yeah. entirely done a disservice with the movie he was in. Um, and I think
1: he's a difficult character to get right because of yeah. the nature of what he is.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I think um, I hadn't intended for this to be a Wonder Woman special, but it's sort of almost become one.
2: Yeah,
0: it has, has a little it? bit. Has a little bit. So, um, is there anything? <laughs> is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we do the song of the the week or the song of the month or whatever? just because like I usually tend to have like an hour and a half episodes and we've already talked yeah. like an hour and 20. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: yeah, I know. I know. It's because it, it's one of those classic conversations that you just sort of say, right, I'll just say a couple of things about this. But yeah. we feel so passionately about <laughs> it.
0: Well, this uh, is the thing, because I think what one of the things I sort of want to get across before we do move on is that I didn't hate this film and I'm not, the kind of person who would go on the internet and be all rabid, like, God, this movie ruined my life. And, you know, Wonder Woman some shit people,
2: and yeah, you know, some put all the female superheroes
0: the in yeah. the bin. Like, You know, I'm not, I'm a thousand percent not about that. I still think that Gal Gadot was wonderful. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the scenes were very well shot and there's some really beautiful bits in it. I just think that, the, and like I say, Pedro Pascal was just chef's kiss good um yeah. but i just i just don't think the story just cut it at all and like i say i don't think it really needed to be set in the 80s
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it didn't really
0: yeah. have any effect on anything except it had, it had the no handy effect. side yeah. effect of people not having mobiles
1: <laughs> it, yeah that that's essentially it and it what mm. it, it, it did it was just because the 80s is kind of popular at the moment
2: yeah. that's yeah. what it
1: felt like to me yeah
2: um
1: yeah <laughs> so you know it's if people i think if people enjoy it that's fair enough it's not certainly not far from the worst superhero movie i've ever watched
0: oh it's not even the worst dc universe movie
1: (laughs) yeah yeah because also everyone everyone is is trying you know i just think i i think probably and i haven't the thing is i haven't watched any youtube videos or listened to any podcasts where they're just absolutely i know we've kind of ragged on it it. (laughs) but you know some people talk about like it's the worst thing ever and it's not and you know i i I just think that
0: i think if they'd have snipped that down to like a solid hour and a half hour and 45 there'd have been a good a good movie there um but i just think it was unnecessarily flabby in places and i think there was just some just just some writing choices that just didn't like you say there was a lot of sort of exposition and a lot of yeah uh, really unsubtle foreshadowing, like <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um,
0: but like you say, everybody in it was bringing their A game. The soundtrack's great. Um, yeah, most yeah, I mean, of the I mean
1: were good. most of the effects are, are great. The chief. I mean, I must say, the cheetah ones, although they they are CGI person, you know, obviously, yeah, they weren't the absolute abomination that I thought they were going to be. I thought that I did think they were no. better. Yeah, but but you know. It is what it is. I, yeah. I don't. I, I certainly don't regret watching it. I watched it all. I didn't. You know. The, the, I mean, I probably could have. The, as I'm getting older, I'm finding sometimes I skip things.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. It was how I knew. You know. I absolutely loved the first season of The Punisher on Netflix.
2: Yeah. I watched
1: the second season, thinking more of the same, please, and I was skipping through lots of it because it would bore me senseless. <laughs> and that was how I knew that it wasn't good.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: I was thinking. I was thinking. I haven't got time. To waste on <laughs> terrible stuff anymore <laughs> and 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 certainly you know uh, you know this held this held my attention and let, let go on let's see the third one i think i think they sort of rushed the writing of this one i
2: yeah. think that's
1: probably that the, the way to the way to do it if if they made the, the call let's do it in the 80s they should you know i know it's films like this are always by committee but I, I don't know. I think the, yeah. the script and the story let it down.
0: Yeah, because I think we, the thing is, is that we know it can be good because the first film was great. Yeah. It yeah. was, you know, it didn't, it wasn't flawless, but it, to me, it was an nigh on perfect movie for what I wanted out of that movie. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that's where my issue in the main comes from is that I know that it can be very, very good. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that we got something that I would probably say was like average, like it's the kind of movie where if somebody said oh, I think I'm going to watch Wonder Woman, I wouldn't dissuade them. Yeah. But I also, if somebody said what film should I watch, I wouldn't say ooh Wonder Woman eight yeah. <laughs> Do you know
1: what I mean? What yeah. I'm not going I to make you watch it, it or don't it, it,
0: watch it. It's <laughs> Do what Iron- you want.
1: Yeah, it's the Iron Man two of the DC Marvel uh, the DC Cinematic Universe. <laughs> That's what it is. Because yeah. Iron Man 2's there, and I'm like. Well, yeah, you, you know, if you're doing a binge watch of the the Marvel films, then you've got to watch Iron Man two. Mm. But if you don't watch it, you're not missing anything. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: fine, it's fine, yeah, it's, fine. it's absolutely fine.
1: But uh, <laughs> we say this after an hour of going, oh fuck man, and this
0: thing was shit, and that thing was shit, and I not hated enough. that thing,
1: but it's fuck. fine, fine. Um, yeah, yeah, but there, there, there's um. lot. Of- <laughs> It's always like, I'm not make it, trying to make it sound like I'm backtracking over everything I've just said, but I, I just want to say it sounds like I absolutely despise this film, and I don't, but I despise no. some of the choices they made. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Well, this is the thing, like, I think you can say, like, I can categorically say that some of my favourite films are not actually good films, but that doesn't yeah. make it untrue oh, that I yeah. liked them. And vice versa, there are some films that are universally lauded as the greatest films ever made. Like, okay, let's say Tenet. I had a bit of an argument with my mate, my good buddy Phil, on the last episode of The Parlour about the film Tenet, because he was like, I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but like, you know, pinnacle of amazing filmmaking, like absolutely stunning work and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, yeah, technically it looks nice, but it's boring as fuck, though.
1: I can't, that's on my list to watch. But do you know Mm. what? I just can't. I can't muster up the energy to watch yeah. it. It's like when it's, people sort of say, you, sh- you should watch this film. It's like, yeah, but it's a it's pretty grim subject matter. And yeah. like, I, 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 I'm not in the headspace to watch that. Yeah. And Tenet is like, uh, I, I just don't think it'll grab me. I mean, Christopher Nolan, it makes, he's, he's, he it's, he, it's impossible for him to make a bad looking film.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah.
1: But, yeah.
0: But yeah, the, the, the issue for me with um, with Tenet is that in as I haven't seen all of his films, but in the ones that I have seen, there's always been at least one character that I've kind of cared about, like I want to know what their outcome is, and I've and that's kept me interested. Whereas this film was more like we've had the idea of backward stuff happening at the same time as forward stuff happening, and so that's the story we want to tell. And there's no This'll real look good,
1: won't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, there's no real thought about. It's, a, it's what I would say is a clinical movie. It's very much about the technical prowess of doing backwards things at the same time as not, um, rather than being a film about any particular characters or anybody with any real motivation to like do a thing. There's no real plot. <laughs> it's just like, some of this stuff is forwards, some of it isn't. Oh, what's going on? He <laughs> just, just like, I, I don't know and I don't think I can <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah, but yes, yeah. anyway, waffling. I briefly wanted to mention one division because I feel like it would be remiss of me to have a podcast and not talk about one division. <laughs>
1: yeah. And as 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 we speak now, there's there's two episodes because yeah. Disney aren't binging it. They're just here's two at the I'm, and I'm then really one happy,
0: a week. Really, really happy about that because I know there's been like a whole discourse on Twitter and stuff about putting all the episodes out at once personally i don't like it for two reasons the first is that there will always be that dickhead who watches all of them in like a six hour sitting or whatever and then goes okay. on twitter and goes yeah. here's what i think about literally every moment in this thing spoiler 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 and gives those of us with you know jobs
1: yeah. and lives very you have to little stay away chance. from the internet if you wanted to watch the mandalorian um, yeah, it's of really, after it came it's, out yeah
0: it's so frustrating to me because yeah. i'm like I don't want to stay away. Well, I I can't stay away from the internet because being on social media is quite a big part of my job. (laughs) And also of promoting the podcast. But also, I shouldn't have to be thinking, oh, well, I can't catch up with my friends and family now because somebody might ruin yeah the mandalorian for me but anyway there's always that but there's also the fact that one of the things i really like about like episodic stuff is like sort of soaking in that episode and like discussing theories yeah, what's, friends what's and gonna family. happen like,
1: and this yeah what do we Wonder think this is a about? show that's all about theories Part of me, when i when i finished watching it i was like right i really i really like that i'm i'm not sure what's going on i know there's <laughs> there's a million easter eggs and a lot of them internet aren't gonna lead anywhere. They've just yeah. put in the, they just put them in there because it's fun and because yeah. you people will go on about it. But I, I'm just thinking, right, okay, that was fun. I'm just gonna laugh while the internet goes mental over what they think will happen, and then I'll watch the next episode and see what yeah. actually happens.
0: So I know what I know what I think is happening, but I don't know where yeah. I think it's gonna go, if that makes sense. So I don't have any idea where it will end up, but I think I'm on the
1: same I think I'm on the right page. I, yeah, I think I'm exactly the same. Like when we when we finished watching it, uh, the first two episodes, I said to Joe, I said, Right, I think this is what you know, this is what I think's happening, mm-hmm. this, 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 but they haven't given me enough information yet to and and I mean I I part of me wish that I mean I do appreciate the, the complete commitment to the sitcom vibe. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, they're going for it. They're just making a 1950s sitcom for the first episode. Yeah. But in the first episode, there wasn't enough of the the drips of what's going on underneath. The sort of uncanny
0: valley sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: the weird bits. That happened more in the second episode. Spoilers, yeah. by the way. We're not going to spoil any what actually happens, are we? No. So, um, no. But And you do see that the story is obviously as it goes on, you're going to see more and more and more. But it was almost too much a fifty sitcom for the first episode that i was like i'm waiting i'm waiting for the bits that that will sort of like well that's not you have to watch the performances you have to watch the performances of people Um,
0: i was absolutely floored by paul bettany in this because i will i will throw my hands up and say i don't think i've ever seen him in a film that's not a marvel movie so i've only ever seen him really as a robot i Mm. think
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: um, or as the voice of uh, Jarvis before he yeah. even became a robot so I had no idea that he has such range he's a very funny man
1: he's, um, he's really enjoying doing this
0: he is absolutely having so and much you, fun and, and you can,
1: can tell that tell, those two actors genuinely are friends
0: yeah That's oh yeah there's girl. there's a beautiful chemistry between the pair of them it's wonderful I um also have like a massive fucking thing for Catherine Hahn um oh yeah i think she's wildly underrated i don't know why she isn't leading lady in like nearly everything that she does because she's so she's she's got such like variety in her performances and she's so mesmerizing whenever she's on screen like she's just wonderful every time she was on it, i was like yes i love you i hope you're in the marvel universe long term although i don't really know how that would pan out. But yeah, I think
1: when we when we finish this, when the episode finishes, we need to. I'll I'll tell you what I think. (laughs) Okay,
0: I'll I'll tell you my theorem. (laughs) Um,
1: The theorem.
0: (laughs) The wonder vision theorem. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think yeah, it's just it's just a wonderful show that I think is because the thing the great thing about Marvel is that as much as they are delivering essentially the same movie over and over in terms of their sort of formula they're different enough for me to keep wanting to come back. They're so well-made and well-acted and stuff that I am happy to just keep going back to that well.
1: Plus but to they'll, see- they'll, they'll, they'll throw, you know, uh, there is those formula to, to a lot of them, but then occasionally they'll be like, well, let's try this. Yeah. You know I mean, so, yeah. Some, some, something like Doctor Strange wouldn't have been made at the very beginning
0: yeah you know. absolutely but the, th- the thing that i really liked about this is that it feels like a bit of a playground for the marvel universe if that makes sense yeah. like they're, yeah. they're, they're trying something different and something yeah. new yeah,
1: um, falcon and winter soldier we know what we're going to get well yeah hopefully they, they will surprise us hopefully and we're, we're going to be surprised by it but we know it's going to be an action espionage show that's yeah. it's gonna be like when the winter soldier film cranked up over yeah. a series i think and yeah. oh, i'm all for that i'm all for that
2: oh absolutely yeah Um, but this Um, one
1: you don't you don't know and i think that's the beauty of it there's the mystery i I like the mystery of it
0: yeah it's uh, and i just think it's just so it's so different like you say it's it's so like sort of it's such a good homage to those like yeah. sitcoms of the fifties and sixties that it's. It, it almost feels like if it wasn't Vision wandering around in the middle of it, you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd almost be a bit confused
2: because. <laughs> yeah, you'd yeah. Be like, it's so oh, it's so
1: it's so is those sitcoms. That yeah. It's only when you notice when the camera changes and all of a sudden a bit of music comes in that mm-hmm. that isn't part of everything else that you realise something's happening. Yeah, do you know what I mean because it's it only has a theme and it's got a very good theme tune and it only plays over the end credits.
2: Yeah.
0: Although I've got to say, those end credits, too fucking long for a TV show.
1: Yeah, plus, plus, plus. For, the, for the first time I was watching it thinking, <laughs> oh, because you just thought with the Marvel sort of credits, you think, oh, here's all the bits of story. Can I spot yeah. anything here? <laughs> Spoilers, <laughs> yeah. I didn't.
0: No, um, me neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not that, that eagle eyed, um, but I am yeah. very intrigued to see where this is going. And I, I am very interested in a lot of the other shows that they're they're going to yeah. be putting out as well. Yeah. I realise we've been talking for like ever Uh, and there is an actual segment to this show now (laughs) because sometimes I feel like maybe just rambling inanely at the internet isn't quite enough. So would you like to give your lovely recommendation of a song for our lovely listeners to check out on my Spotify playlist?
1: Oh, a a particular song. I'll I'll pick a track track out from, um, an album should I mm-hmm. say because um as i was saying earlier um i mean I'm, i've got spotify on all the time uh, when i'm writing and things like that it's uh, soundtracks um it's not always it, a lot of the times it's not film soundtracks either it's um it's video game soundtracks and, and things like that you know these epics sort or of fantasy soundtracks or you know i even there's a lot of people on spotify that make like essentially trailer music like yeah. well. <laughs> and one thing i've i've noticed is is when you have the um the Discover Weekly, yeah. Hmm. I mean, you you must you've obviously got pre premium, so we don't have to deal with those stupid ads.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so <laughs> every Friday you get the release radar. So basically, wh- whoever you've you've saved the albums of you'll you'll find out who's released a new track and on the every monday there's a discover weekly playlist which i didn't check out for ages but because my my playlist is essentially pretty much mostly soundtracks it's loads of stuff that i've never heard of before or like you know different albums by composers i like and stuff and one came up recently um by jason graves um, who's a composer? Who's done a few things? He's done um, uh, films like uh, not films. He's he's done like the Dead Space music. Uh, oh. yeah. Um, the Dark Pictures anthology, like the Man of Medan, and you know films like that. And um, there's, he's got loads. Of Far Far Cry Primal soundtracks like that. And he's one of the ones that's sort of slowly been creeping more and more onto my radar. But there was a, there was a track from an album 2020 it's 11 songs it's 21 minutes this album as as all these things are there's an album called myth hunters Mm -hmm. i do not know if this is a game or if it's a show or if it's (laughs) and that's the beauty of like discovering soundtracks because sometimes i just like to listen to them in that bubble of not knowing what they are
2: yeah
1: but there is um there is a track called um no Time to Waste. That was what I discovered mm-hmm. on it. Now, this is by Jason Graves on Myth Hunters. And it's... When I talk soundtracks, this isn't one of those boom, 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 boom. It's It's more of a sort of... Um, it's beautiful sort of orchestral strings and piano. And it's yeah. like... Imagine if you're you're investigating something and you're just you know the scene when you're putting together all the clues and you're like oh my god this 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 you're doing a treasure hunt to find an artifact and you're like oh my god it's that sort of stuff um and it's so good and it's easy listening that i've just pretty much just had it on in the background for like when i'm sorting up stuff in the house and i've just got that album on loop
2: um
1: it's it's really good actually so the myth hunters but no time to waste was how i discovered it that's that's my one
0: excellent i'll have to give that a listen because i um i'm a big fan of listening to particularly movie soundtracks especially while i'm working because sometimes i find if i put podcast on I either don't pay attention to my work or I don't pay attention to the podcast and if I put music on with lyrics I'll tend to just start singing obnoxiously loudly or you st-
1: yeah or you, or you can't type things properly because you're I listening to the lyrics. Lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So I uh, I love a good soundtrack so I'm going to have to have a look into that cuz the other thing I need to do is I have got a playlist on my own uh, I don't think it's a public one on Spotify that's of my um sort of OST favorites and I I have to be careful about putting that on when I'm working because sometimes there'll be a track that's like, Oh, look at this lovely calm scene with a violin, I guess and maybe a flute. And then the next track will be like, boom, something scary is happening. Yep. And you're like,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've uh, you know, I've got like inspiration music and some of it is like pretty scary sort of horror stuff, atmosphere kind of music. And sometimes when I'm working on things where I'm just sorting out stuff around the house. And Joe would just say to me, this is a bit intense, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was uh, I was editing a podcast a couple of months ago and I'd started while it was still light and it had gotten dark while I was working and I hadn't been asked to stand up and put the the light on yet so I was in total darkness except for my laptop light and then all of a sudden the theme tune to the fucking It Follows came on and it was like oh <laughs> yeah,
1: like that is a banger That's an <laughs> banger <laughs> proper long,
0: is... spooky scary <laughs> and yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm put the
1: light yeah. On. <laughs> I love that sort of synth wave sort of electro oh, yeah. stuff as well so. <laughs> (laughs)
0: Masterpiece is great anyway that was not my recommendation (laughs) um my song is going to pale in comparison to yours now in terms of uh, sensibleness because i picked a comedy song that really made me laugh did you ever watch love on netflix i think it was
1: on yes yeah i've watched the first series i haven't watched has there been like three series of it i I think think.
0: so yeah i think it's two or three the main guy in that um the delightfully bespectacled paul rust um, has a band called Don't Stop or We'll Die And it's a comedy band uh, And, uh, you know <laughs> I don't think I could say they're a good band They're not a bad band, obviously But like they're not, <laughs> they're not like a band that you would If they were singing totally normal, not comedy songs You probably wouldn't bother listening to them But there is a song of theirs called Lily Pad on Your Doorstep That the first time I heard it Genuinely made me snot milk down my nose And then oh. I almost choked to death and then i couldn't stop laughing for like a good half an hour because it's it doesn't it doesn't go where you're expecting it to go at all as the joke and it killed me like <laughs> i'm and just
1: looking at the album now i just think all right okay <laughs> i'm gonna have that i'm gonna cue that up. okay we
0: okay well like because i don't want to ruin it for the listeners i was going to sing a little bit of it for you but i don't want to i think the first time people hit, hear this they need to hear the whole thing the way that don't stop or will die presented to you but this is a thousand percent a song that i picked because of the mood that i'm currently in where i'm listening to a lot of comedy songs at the moment to just cheer me in. but i will say it's a it could potentially be very offensive. So if you listen to it and you're offended by it, <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. Bring um, it on. So <laughs> no lily pad on your doorstep by don't stop or we'll die is my
1: Brilliant.
0: choice. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> um, on that note, Vince, would you like to tell the lovely people of the internet where they can find you in your comics and your podcast?
1: Oh, well, if you want to uh, find me not ranting about something <laughs> I've watched, um, on the social media, I'm at Jester Diablo, where you'll uh, you know, I'll be posting up art uh, what I'm working on, positivity, You know, I like to spread the joy about other people's work and stuff like that, as well as pictures of my cats rolling my uh, gaming dice better than I ever could. Um, (laughs) And also, um, as Stace said, I do a little podcast called The Awesome Comics Podcast, which new episodes come out every Monday. Um, Is me, Tony Esmond and Dan Butcher, joined usually by a weekly guest from the indie comics scene from all over the world. And we just we rave and talk about creativity and just try and pay it forward and introduce people to stuff that they really should be reading. And also having an immature laugh at the same time.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Um, And if you want to hear uh, Vince and I being positive about a film you can go back and listen to can go back and listen to episode 66 of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlor entitled Lightning Bonds."
1: I do um, think we need to do this needs to be a trilogy we've had the positive we've yeah. had the negative and the, the third one the, I mean the last one in the trilogy has to be a film that we really don't care about that much <laughs>
0: somehow we find an error and we're a we're
1: half seeing. to talk about it but. yeah, yeah it's was alright wasn't it yeah it's alright
0: alright <laughs> I briefly before I actually do go uh, I do want to say that the problem with doing the podcast the way that I do in the sense of having the end of year review in December rather than January means that I never get the option to talk about Christmas films without it seeming like it's the wrong time entirely to talk about Christmas films Mm. but guys I watched last Christmas so you don't have to do not do it to yourself when Christmas 2021 rolls around and you see last Christmas rolling up on that there Sky Christmas channel because they have to have a whole channel dedicated to Christmas. Uh, do not do it. Don't do it. It's dreadful. It's really dreadful. Just oh don't. God.
1: I it watched Klaus, don't. Klaus for the first time this year.
0: Oh, Klaus is wonderful.
1: And, and you know what? It made me cry. I mean, last time wonderful we talked about film, too, yeah, it? <laughs> it made me cry several times. So much I so could- that Joe looked at me like, Oh, grow up!
0: Yeah, like me and Rich could tell where that film was going pretty much from yeah. the start, yet we still were like, yeah, at the yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The the hype for that one is real, people. It really yeah, is.
0: Very good. Yeah. Do you do you know what the premise of Last Christmas is?
1: Is that the one with a? Uh, oh God, uh Daenerys. I I've, God of
0: Thrones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've forgotten a um, name. Oh name. shame on me. Shame on me.
0: Amelia Clark. Is that Emilia
1: right? Amelia Clark. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I really like question myself there. Um, yeah, so the, it is her, and the premise of the film is essentially they've heard the song Last Christmas and took it literally, and then they just wanted to build a film around George Michael songs, even though none of them work within the context of the movie, aside from the song Last Christmas. It's uh, so bad. I. I've never seen her in anything because I don't watch, I've never watched Game of Thrones. Um, I tried. It wasn't for me. Uh, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. Is she always eminently unlikable or is it just this character in this movie?
1: I think it's it's the character in that movie, surely. Because whenever I've seen her in interviews and stuff, she is supremely likable. Um, I haven't seen too much of what she's been. I I think she's a good actress. I think we just need to see some... um, non-rom-com type stuff
0: yeah i a thousand percent would say and this isn't even worth a hate watch okay (laughs) this is what i'm saying it's not even worth because there are some films that i know a shit but i love watching them because i like taking the piece or because they just make me laugh or whatever no this film is just don't do it to yourself just put it on the no-go list and watch anything else instead
1: oh dear i'll yeah. tell you
0: about it afterwards but i don't yeah. want to if i start i will be here for another like hour yeah, or so yeah yeah um yeah. vince thank you so much for coming back to thank the you, parlor
1: thank you for having me um uh, yeah i will i will come back anytime stace thank Excellent. you very
0: much and i'll come back on the awesome comics podcast you know if you ever uh if you uh, ever invite me again <clears laughs>
1: all right all right i get the message
0: <laughs> no, i'm just kidding I just I I am a uh, I'm a backup Stace if you ever need one.
1: <laughs> there, there you go. Got so many titles for this episode.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know if I want that one to be. No no no, no. maybe
1: maybe, 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 not. Maybe, no, maybe not maybe <laughs> not.
0: <laughs> um, it's been absolutely splendid. Thank you again for joining me and talking about you know Wonder Woman a film which we didn't hate honestly.
1: <laughs> we cannot say this enough. We did not we didn't hate, hate it. Hate it. Um, we, I, I mean the, the last ninety minutes. Made... <laughs> It seemed like we did. Uh, no, but I think,
0: I think right, if I'm that passionate about something, it's because I want to like it, right? Yeah. Um, I would never be this upset with this film if it was a character I didn't care about or if the first movie hadn't really grabbed me either. Like, it's because I know it can be great and I love nothing that film. Hurts, anyway,
1: Nothing hurts more than disappointment, doesn't it?
0: Exactly. I feel like a disappointed mum whose kid's done something stupid. Anyway, listeners, have a lovely January. I mean try <laughs> just get the beers in get the 10%ers in like I have a sort of writer yeah he right
1: <laughs> yeah, does I've been a witness
0: <laughs> um have a lovely January and I'll see you next month Tar a bit
1: bye I'm like that with peach yeah I I, i'm not a big fan of like peaches normally but a, a lovely peach beer is wonderful
0: mm. Mm. i don't i have had this one is off air
1: beer. so i can say it because otherwise i'm a real manly man
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is going in now do you remember how the last time the last time we recorded i had loads of outtakes at the end about like i don't know me talking about farts and that yeah. this time it's going to be you talking about all the dainty girl beers that you drink yeah. See, my hubby's a stout fan but to me like a stout is is in essence drinking like a bad gravy like i don't want it
1: oh bad gravy there's <laughs> the name of the episode
0: <laughs> this isn't even supposed to go in <laughs> <laughs> oh dear off oh, to a good dear.
2: start
1: I've got a tea and I've forgotten to put sugar in it I've also got a bottle of uh-huh. Pepsi Max tea in me just in case you hear a small hiss I've, I've opened it so you don't get the full hiss but yeah. oh good you won't hear that it'll just sound like <laughs> I'm, I'm very sneakily farting
0: uh, I was just thinking it's like in case you hear a small hiss it's not me trying to like boo you off your own podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be bad wouldn't it if someone tries to get you like kick you off your own show
0: <laughs> I was saying boo-urns Thank you for listening to Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. To get in touch with me, the titular Stace, you can follow me on Twitter at Stacey's Parlour, send an email to Parlor at gmail.com or come and join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group. If you'd like to leave a review for the show, please do so on Apple Podcasts or over at podchaser.com. If you like what you heard enough to want to give me some money, which would be quite spectacular actually, you can go to coffee.com forward slash Stacey's Parlour. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Stacey's Parlour. The music that you're hearing right now is by the amazing band Starbomb and you should really check them out on Spotify, iTunes or on their website. Thanks for stopping by and I'll see you next
2: month.